Hey guys, what's up? It's Maroon Jock Sean. And it's Maroon Jock Jibs. And this is Rough Cut, where we forward through sound what's happening all around. Yes. So, hi, Sean. What's up, Jibs? It's been a while. I haven't uh, seen or talked to you in quite a long time, yeah, but I've seen I you've been know. doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. So, well, I want to update you, of course, mm-hmm. because I haven't talked to you in a very long time. Um, and I, I would like to start with how I'm feeling, if that's okay. I just no. want to be yeah, of soft with you. <laughs> Don't worry about yeah. it. I get it because it's the pandemic. And there's not really a lot of people that we can talk to about I everything. Um, at least, you know, in a personal type of way. But the communication when you're talking to someone face to face rather than when you're typing typing across the screen, it just doesn't exactly. come off the same way. So don't worry about it. This is a safe <laughs> space. Let's talk about whatever you want to talk about. Yeah, thank you for that. Um, yeah, I just wanna talk about kind of how I'm feeling about myself mm-hmm. um i've been feeling a little a little down because i'm breaking out oh no <laughs> i am breaking out um i don't know if it's the stress mm-hmm. i don't know if it's you know having a hard time sleeping i'm sure everybody's kind of going through a little bit of insomnia right now yeah and i've been talking to a lot of friends who have also been feeling it's funny because we're feeling insecure and nobody's seeing us yeah. um, in person. But yeah, but we're feeling kind of low. I've been talking to a lot of friends who are dealing with um, insecurities, like, mm-hmm. you know, like breaking out. Um, and it doesn't help that I see, um, you know, people on social media who have perfect skin. I wish I had It's a filter. Skin. It's a filter. <laughs> it's a filter. <laughs> no, but I, I, I totally get you because... yeah. Of course, you're in poor online classes, and some classes the professors prefer that you open your camera, deba. Right? Mm. And so you you have no choice but to see your face every single minute of that class. Versus then, if you were outside, you know you you don't have to bother about what you look look like, um, because you don't see it. Compared to now, yeah. you you can just like you know spend the whole class looking at your face, trying to look cute, uh, as <laughs> yes, much as you can. Yes, and we're always looking at our own face when we're yeah. on video calls. Yun 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 alam yun yun alam yun. Yun. <laughs> but I I I I totally get you. I you know I I haven't been feeling as maybe um, insecure about my skin, but there's there are just some days when I feel like I don't want to turn on the camera, you know? Or mm-hmm. I don't want to... Because I feel like now we're expected to always be on social media in some in some type of way. I know that I, I'm probably wrong about it. But you're expected to... if You know, if you want to make content, you're expected to be on TikTok, on Instagram, on Twitter. And you kind of have to put your face everywhere, whether it's online class or social media. And... Some days you just don't want to turn it on. Some days you just want yeah. to lie in bed and hide from the rest of the world. But it's so hard when the rest of the world is just on your phone now, because exactly. that's 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 the life we live now. Yeah, and even if right, I, I agree with what you said that you know even if we are on online platforms, you know Zoom and everything, it still can be really hard to look at yourself 
in the camera. I mean, seeing yourself in Zoom calls and everything. And it's even harder for me not to be insensitive to your insecurities, but but it's also hard for me as a woman because Mm -hmm. there are expectations of women to look good, especially like say you're presenting on Zoom or whatever. Yeah we are expected to look presentable mm-hmm. um and that's something like you said it's hard to it's hard especially if you can't even look at yourself and be comfortable about what you see and yeah how about i want to ask you because this is this is my perspective as a woman mm-hmm. do you also experience feeling pressured to look a certain way um yeah and i don't think again my experience as a man and your experience as a woman definitely different i don't face the same societal standards that you mm. are given because you're a woman but yeah. you know i can feel maybe just like a small percentage of that because <laughs> i i feel like you know i expect a lot from myself and i feel like others have this expectation or like this outlook of who i am and whether that's how I perform in my tasks or how I look, I feel like that's something that I have to comply to. And I feel like, you know, there's sometimes you look at your pictures and like, wow, I look so good. Why can't I look like that every day? Right? And so that's what I experience. Again, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's very, very different. You know, it's funny because I think by now it's pretty obvious that we're talking about, you know, the difference between our genders and specifically your, your difficulties as a woman. I will be honest in, in saying that I haven't joined a lot of discussions like this, mm-hmm. mostly because I don't feel as comfortable talking about this to mm-hmm. someone who's actually experiencing it. You know, like when I talk about mm-hmm. um, feminism, for example, or women's struggle, to me, it's, it's, it's a concept, it's a theory. For you, it's an experience, right? Yeah. And so when it comes to stuff like this, I normally listen and that's how I learn mm-hmm. because I don't feel like I am an authority to talk about stuff like yeah. this. And I'm, I'm so happy to be here because I get to listen to you talk about it. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'll, I'll learn something from you that I can take to my friends um, wherein mm-hmm. I would be the authority because we're all men and none of us really know about experiences. <laughs> but if I hear about you, um, that's how I can share to other people. So thank you so much, Jibs, for, you know, bringing me in yeah, here. Yeah, no and, problem. Uh, I, I hope that you feel comfortable. Again, talking to me about this, I know this is all super, mm-hmm. super personal, but I'm happy to learn and I'm happy to, you know, spread the word um, in my own <laughs> circles. So I'm excited to get on discu- this, this whole discussion with you. Yeah. And also, Sean, thank you for being here and listening to me. Of course. Okay. So, you know, Sean, you know, something interesting that happened to me recently uh-huh. is that I posted my skincare routine on my Instagram stories and um, I was expecting girls to be more interested in that. Mm-hmm. But surprisingly, I received a lot of DMs from guys. Yeah. And that's something that people wouldn't expect, you know, guys to be interested in. It's yeah. not something that the media portrays that that men are into skincare or into, you know, things that are labeled as girl things you know mm-hmm. quote unquote so it's really interesting because you know we're we're finally breaking the standards of what men should be interested in and on my end being able to share my insecurities about my skin yeah um, which is something that 
you know, as a woman, I I don't feel compelled to do that. But being in society now in 2020 today, it's it's it feels really good, and I feel really safe to talk about my insecurities, which I wouldn't have been able to do because at that time or you know before day before this year women still had a long way to go and women still have a long way to go with breaking society standards no yeah i i totally agree with you i mean it's crazy to think that skincare out of all things would be considered some kind of breakthrough when it comes to um the conformities of gender but at the same time i think we're all just realizing that skincare is self-care and self-care is for everyone and yeah, I, I honestly, I'm not so surprised that it was mostly men that reached out to you. I think it's because that there aren't a lot of like content on media. I know there's starting to be more and more um, on mm-hmm. TikTok and on YouTube and maybe some media websites yeah. are starting to talk about it. But men really don't know what to do when it comes to skincare. You know, lahat kami yeah. nga papa. And <laughs> that's, that's, that's why it's not so surprising to me because I've seen so many of my friends, you know, put all the all different kinds of masks on their faces, all different kinds of stuff on their faces, trying to figure out yeah. what's right for them. And so I I feel like it there is an avenue opening up for men to learn more about these types of things. And mm-hmm. um, you know what, I, I, I kinda agree with you that there is a long way to go for women to feel more comfortable, not just in their own skin, but also in their own words, in their own personalities, right? I, I cannot remember which Miss Universe Philippines candidate it was, mm-hmm. but she... Oh, I it's Miss Cavita, I remember. Okay. Miss Cavita yeah, 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 is yeah. bisexual. Yeah, and she's great. She, I think, yeah, I think that's really good representation of, mm-hmm. of gender um, mm-hmm. in the Philippines pa. So that's a really big step forward for gender representation, in my opinion. I agree. Um, um, there yeah. were a lot of comments on social media how they were confused about what type of woman she was. You know, they were asking mm. if her being bisexual meant that she was a transgender woman. And so there's still really? a lot of... Yeah, I, I, I saw it, I think, on either Facebook <laughs> or Twitter. And it's so funny because obviously we know that that's not true. But at the same time, it shows us that there's still so much that Filipinas have to learn about Soji, for example, about how it's not just for people of the LGBT community. It's also for people that are, you know, that identify as man and woman or, you know, because it describes, it doesn't really delineate, if that makes sense, you know? Yeah. Soji is a description. It's not necessarily something that divides people. It just gives you a better way of describing yourself. Oh, okay, wait. Since we're talking about gender, how, what is your pronoun, Sean? Can I, can I ask that? He, him. He, him is my pronoun. Um, I, You know, it's funny. I was, I was um uh, reading through Twitter a while ago and there's this TikTok star named um Lolo Gab, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And he said that he's finally decided to put his pronouns on his social media, even though it's just he, him, because yeah. he wants to normalize people giving out their pronouns that they prefer for themselves, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. even if it's just he, him, even if it's just she, her, and, you know, it's not just just because it's, it's what you identify yourself as. But it's it's for everyone who's afraid to share their identity, you know? We have to normalize giving out our pronouns so that people can address us properly. And it doesn't mean, giving out your pronouns doesn't mean that you're 
non-binary. It doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily mean that you're LGBTQ. It's just participating mm-hmm. with, you know, soji and kind of spreading awareness that people have different pronouns regardless yeah. if they're or not. And with women especially, you know, we we are not only she or her. Like I said earlier, representation for us is much needed now especially because it's nice to be able to make space for women who are not just straight um, which is really nice yeah but other than my pronoun i mean that's a small part of of me as a woman but that is such a huge thing for me to think about like when i was thinking about it like am i am i even she her and I I started thinking about the things that I had to consider as a woman like other than my pronouns like my clothing is it is it, is this something that I like or is this something that I learned to like is this something that I think looks good on me or is it something that I just think someone else looks good in and so I think it looks good on me you know and apart from you know that's just clothing that those are just pronouns there's also our body you know gaining weight Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, this is such a sensitive topic. I'm so sorry, Sean. I feel like I feel like I'm going off on. No, don't on worry you. about it. That's that's. I mean, that's what that's what we're meant to be here for, the right? To talk about these things that might be taboo for some people, or might mm-hmm. be something that people are, you know, somehow avoiding. But by talking about them, by discussing them further, and understanding what they might be about, I feel like it could be freeing not just to us but the people who might be listening. Yeah, I want to ask you Sean actually. How how do you feel about me talking about all of this? All of my woman woes and 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 things like that. Well, for me because I feel like I have spent a lot of time listening to women. <laughs> a lot of my mentors are women who are very progressive, who are not afraid to talk about themselves um mm-hmm. their bodies who they are and even just with um you know my close friends and the work that we do i was producing a podcast um for two of my friends that are both women where they were talking about their experiences in their everyday lives and i remember telling them that i feel like knowing their experiences and knowing what they've been through I feel like they could have gone harder, right? They could have talked yeah. about more things. Um, they could have they could have um gone hardcore on 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 mm. feminism, but at the same time, I remember sitting back and thinking to myself, you know, who am I to police them about what they should be willing to talk about or mm. how far they should be willing to go to progress whatever ideology we wanted to present? Because at the same time, as much as we want to open up everyone and give them a more free environment to share their feelings, to share um, their pains, their successes and stuff like that. We're still just dealing with individual people who have their own pains, who have their own successes. Right? And sometimes that's not something that you want to share for yourself for many different reasons. And so it, that, that for me was like a realization that how I know my friends is not the way the world will get to know them ever because the world is not a forgiving place, even with the progress that we've created now, right? There is still yeah. fear about talking about who you are. There is still fear 
about talking about your experiences. And as sad as it is, and as much as we work towards creating a more inclusive world, a more correct, if you will, world, mm-hmm. there is you 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 can't erase because the the pains from society that we've endured or like the expectations that we feel they still have or the judgments, diba? Yeah. And it takes me a second as a man to realize how much heavier that is for a woman. Because I don't experience it, you know? I am not the mm-hmm. one on their end. I'm not the one na na-impose yung beauty standards. You know, we see Marvel superheroes and they constantly tell us that that's not the only way a man can look, right? Kumail Nanjani, yeah. um, when he when he beefed up for his role in uh, The Eternals, he specifically said that he would not have looked like that if it were not for Disney paying for a trainer, paying for his food, paying for his workouts, right? And that's that's still something that we're afforded as men, you know? There are different representations of men and they're mostly in power. And so I will never really ex- understand the pains of being a woman or the expectations that are put on a woman but I can listen and I feel like that's what I want to keep on doing for any issue right? I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be an authority I'm yeah. not gonna be on the receiving end of every single issue but if I know that that issue exists or if someone lets me know that that issue exists the least I can do is to listen and to encourage other people to listen as well Oh my gosh, Sean. What? <laughs> that makes me feel so warm inside. <laughs> well, you know, I feel like it's just at this point that's the that's the human thing to do, right? Yeah. I feel like that's that's what we should hope for everyone at the very least. Yeah, and it's really really nice that that you have this kind of sensitivity towards us and that you even if you don't understand and that you never will. Mm-hmm. It's really nice to hear from someone who isn't a woman that that they know that this is happening to us, that you hear us and you hear what we're saying. Because, you know, for me, talking about all of these issues, it, it gets really frustrating because it feels like no one is hearing us. And and it's really nice that you're saying you hear us. And I, I, I know that there are more people, there are so many people like out there. Um, but it would be really nice if there were more. <laughs> yeah. So well, thank you so much. Sean. You're welcome. I I, I, I wanna I I wanna say you're welcome, but at the same time, I really do feel like it is the human thing to do, the decent thing to do. Yeah, but I I wanna jump in um here because so yeah you're you're saying that this is you listening, so I'm here, naman. Um, as we're ending this, what can you do about it? So what I have to say is that keep telling your friends, keep, you know, your guy friends, your girlfriends, your non-binary friends, talk to them about these things. Like when you see issues on women, on gender, point it out and tell people that's not right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Amplify your voice, our voice also as women. And and also, like we we talked about earlier, the pronouns, that is a really good way to forward representation. That's really good. Thank you for for doing the he, him, Sean. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And lastly, 
Um, something that that we can all do is just be unapologetic about who we are. And yes, I appreciate you so much, Sean, for for telling me everything that that you told me, Ganita, and I I want to cry. Of course, and I appreciate you also, and I'm so happy to hear about. Um, your experiences and what you were talking about. Mm. Um, so thank you so much for trusting me and feeling comfortable <laughs> in this space that we've created. Um, yeah. I know that other people are going to be able to hear this, and um, I just, I just hope that you know they they get something from it. Because for me, like you know, you asked me what else I can do. It's it's such a small thing, but accepting criticism, right? Mm. Like one time, um, I remember a few years back. My mentor. I made a joke um about about a certain artist, and then and then she was like, "Uh, that's misogynistic." But I'll give you mm-hmm. a pass, deba. Right? And so, yeah. I could have you know stood up and defended myself. Like I don't think it's misogynistic. Whatever, whatever, whatever. But mm-hmm. at the same time, you know, I'm I I have to listen. You know, I have to try to understand why that thing that I said was misogynistic. Yeah. How I oh can avoid gosh. that right yeah and, and like even even with the same mentor i love her so much i was misgendering a certain um artist that we were talking about and mm-hmm. you know we opened up a discussion with each other about the process of using the correct pronouns on on people and respecting their pronouns because you know we we both talked about how acknowledging their pronouns in the way we talk it has to be a conscious decision Right, yeah. it's it's not something that's gonna come naturally, especially for example, exactly. if you know the person beforehand, or yeah. if you have this certain image of the what you think this person is, that might not be what they identify as, diba right? And so it's a conscious decision of accepting criticism, of correcting yourself, of being conscious about what you want to project and what you want yes. to give to other people, and that's that's something that we have to do. You know, it's funny. I don't think you guys are aware of certain conversations that happen. But sometimes, you know, I spend a lot of time drinking with just guy friends, hmm. right? And at a certain time of the night, we end up talking about feminism. We talk about um, the struggle of women, and we try to explain to each other certain concepts that we don't understand, or try to unpack hmm. these certain concepts. I feel like we've gone through men are trash so so many times. Um, We've, we've talked about, you know, the, the general movement of feminism. And those conversations exist. Um, you guys don't necessarily see them. It might not happen everywhere. But they are starting to happen. And people are becoming more open to conversations like this. And they're not afraid to do it, at least in their own circle. So I, I, I would like to report that progress at the very least. Yeah. Okay. I I know we're about to end, but I just want to squeeze this frustration of mine uh-huh. um, because Sean, you were you were telling me that you were talking about with your guy friends, and and you having a hard time receiving criticism about you know misgendering or or mansplaining or what have you. Yeah. I want to say that it's also difficult for me to talk to things like this with guy friends because they yeah. they get they get so sensitive and defensive. Yeah. Um and it's something it's it's nice that we're we're able to have that conversation with them with guys and and um non-female or non-women folks, but it can be very hard, you know, to get them to understand what we have to say and to really accept it 
Um, yeah. So it's nice. It's nice that we have you, Sean. <laughs> that, that we have you as an ally. You know, um, I know you're working on your own thing. You know, like like you said, receiving criticism. But that's mm-hmm. part of it. That's how change happens. It it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, it's not always something that you want to hear. Um, but it's good. It's a good sign. Yeah. Um, yeah. So thank you for being an ally. Yeah. Of course. Of course. We have to. We have to continue breaking down barriers, right? Mm-hmm. We have to continue breaking down um dangerous ideologies. We have to continue trying to unpack and understand each other more in the most human level possible. Um, rather than just what we expect from one another, and I'd like to give you the final word before um we say goodbye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is really really nice. You know, sometimes again as a woman, I'm just looking for ways to talk about this and find excuses to bring all of this up. But yeah, this is really really nice to be able to voice out um all my frustrations as a woman, and I know that other women have different struggles because we experience different things depending on you know our social class our levels in society these are things that it's not just men versus women you know gender versus gender it it also has to do with our economical state our level of education things like that what i want to say is that if you've seen this going around on social media you know this uh-huh. quote it's that everything is is political when you are a woman mm-hmm. or when it comes to gender everything is political it means that not everything is is accessible to different social classes yeah that's it that's <laughs> that was it. so heavy but no, that that is so important it's so i just important. had to say it i'm so sorry Sean. yeah no don't apologize obviously you don't have to apologize for speaking the truth and um yeah. just trying to share more knowledge to the world shepre It's it's I don't know it's just everything that we've talked about today is so so important and there's still so much to discuss. We've only scratched the surface on mm-hmm. what we wanted to discuss and there's there's more to learn in the world. There's more to understand, right? There's intersectionality, there's classes, there's there's economic privilege, race privileges and as you know, as scary as it sounds to talk about it, it's also so interesting to understand the world in a more inclusive way. And um, exactly. I'm happy to get to do that here. If you guys want to hear more uh, stuff like this, well, you can follow Maroon FM, of course, on Facebook, on Instagram, and on Twitter. And um, this is going to be on Spotify, and the rest of the episodes are going to be there also. Look for it, Yay. Rough Cut, on Spotify.com.ph. You guys, mm-hmm. it's beautiful that we get to talk about things like this. I'm so happy, Jibs. Um, yes, thank you so much. Breaking society standards. This is rough cut. <laughs> This is rough cut. Oh man! Again, so, yeah, we'll have to leave you with that. I hope you guys listen to more episodes. And of course, this is rough cut. We forward to sound what's happening all around.